Raiders Carpool, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. My name is James Brooks. I am your host. Thank you for joining me on today's episode, episode 98. Now, I'm not going to bury the lead here. We, we have some games to talk about, but I'm not going to bury the lead. Um, LeBron James is hurt. News came out yesterday that he is going to be out for a few weeks now, at least. They're going to they're gonna do two weeks and then reevaluate him. So let's assume two weeks from yesterday. That puts us um, two weeks from yesterday, which is like March uh, 14th or something like that. Um, so the Lakers, um, I mean, losing LeBron is just a, it feels like a death blow almost, which in some ways is a little bit of a little bit of an overreaction in some ways. Very, very true. I mean, the Lakers were looking really good. They're four and one since they made the trade, uh, three and oh, three and oh, since the all-star break and losing LeBron just, it, it, it's tough. Um, we, I, two and oh, since the all-star break, um, so he was hurt. So the news came out yesterday, which was the 28th. So two weeks from then would be, yeah, March 14th. Um, we're on a road trip against the Pelican, back to back against the Pelicans and the Rockets, um, which would be nice to get him back around then because those, those are some games that the Lakers can win and, and should, should win those games. But it sounds like the reports are saying he'll be out for, you know, two weeks to reevaluate in two weeks. And then from there, we will. You know he'll probably be out even even longer than that. Um, maybe I think best case scenario he's out he's back in three weeks, which is like March twenty first, um, which would then give us two, three, four, five, ten games with him. So I mean, if if we can get ten more games of LeBron before the before the end of the season, and he you know. Obviously, he can stay healthy, and Anthony Davis can play continues to play well in his absence and and whatnot. And the Lakers can hold down the fort. I think it's it's still plausible the Lakers make the play in tournament without LeBron. I think it was more than possible that the Lakers could even make a fight for that sixth seed with a healthy LeBron. It's going to be a lot harder now, obviously, but um, yeah, just devastating news for for us Lakers fans having LeBron out when we were making that run looking good. You know, you know, I think the jinx was, you know that the Lakers were going to run into problems when the mainstream sports media started buying in on this Lakers team. You know, I think everyone started thinking like, oh yeah, this Lakers team actually could be um, a contender or something. And, you know, of course, LeBron goes and, and, and hurts his foot. And in the game that it happened, it was on Sunday against Dallas, um, a huge game for the Lakers. They came back from down 27 points in the second quarter. Um, just huge thanks mainly to Jared Vanderbilt. Huge defensive effort turning into fast break offense and just disrupting Luka and Kyrie and, and really creating problems offensively offensively for them, turning defense, turning into offense, which is how things work typically. So um, huge game from Jared Vanderbilt. Anyways, LeBron goes down, I think in like the third quarter, um, kind of like a non-contact, like planted his right foot. His foot actually went like inside. Um, he goes down and says that he heard a pop or felt a pop, um, which is never a good sign, obviously. And 
continued to play the rest of the game, you know, and he can, he went on to, he went on to have, where's the, I never have like a good way of pulling up like the stats. I'm always between different apps, like the ESPN app I like for some things, the NBA app I like for some things. Um, so please forgive my, the time it takes for me to pull these things up. Lakers, Mavericks, LeBron James, <laughs> pretty bad shooting game from three, one for six, but 10 for 23 from the field, 26 points. Yeah. So anyways, he hurts his, he hurts his, um, foot goes down then goes on to continue to play 37, like 37 total minutes in the game, 26 points, eight rebounds, uh, three assists. And he and Anthony Davis played the most minutes, you know, on the team, which is what you're looking for with those two guys. Um, and the Lakers pulled out the win, 111 to 108, a huge win in Dallas after being down 27. They couldn't make a sh- they couldn't buy a basket in the first half. They were missing layups left and right. They, easy shots that typically go in weren't going in the game had a playoff atmosphere to it and the lakers proved that they well partially the lakers proved that they're a for real team with that win and then i think dallas also kind of proved that they're maybe a fake contender with the loss (laughs) so things kind of worked both ways there um lakers got that win with malik beasley playing pretty pretty poorly he went three for 14 from the field two for 11 from three only eight points um, Schroeder went over four from three. It was a pretty bad shooting. Yeah, we shot seventeen percent from three, and still won that game. So, um, Kyrie had twenty one. We held Luca to twenty six. See, Luca usually, like in the past, is is putting up almost forty against us. Part of that, obviously, is he's sharing the offense with Kyrie now. But I think a lot of it also had to do with the good defense from Jared Vanderbilt and the Lakers team in general. Like, we didn't give up, continued to play defense, we fought, and we proved that, you know, that good that good play leads to, to good offense and good things overall, you know. Jared Vanderbilt put in 15. Anthony Davis led the team with 30 points. 30 points, 15 rebounds, 4 assists. Um, so good to see him playing well and, and whatnot. So, obviously... A huge high after the win and because LeBron was able to play the rest of the game I was like oh yeah like he probably just tweaked his ankle like you know playing basketball you'll or playing really any sport you can roll an ankle twist an ankle sprain an ankle even um, hear a pop or feel a pop and it doesn't mean that it's anything bad necessarily um, obviously like you don't want that to happen but it doesn't necessarily mean that something bad happened so then when he went on to go play the rest of the game and play the rest of the game well, you know, like there was a few plays here and there where it looked like he was favoring his foot a little bit. But for the most part, you know, he was playing at a very high level. He continued the game at a high level, didn't seem to be limping too much, and and looked good. So, you know, all that considered, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, maybe he'll sit out a game. You know, the Lakers played Memphis last night, and they play OKC tonight in the back-to-back. Like, maybe he sits out one of those games, but he should be back. Um, and unfortunately, it, it's it's a 
worse injury than than we thought. And I mean, that kind of just goes to goes to prove how either how crazy the, the adrenaline was for him, or he was fighting a lot of pain or something. But he, uh, him finishing that game and and playing at the level that he was playing at is is huge. I mean, that, that's a that's a pretty um, impressive performance from LeBron's part there. So. So that's the Dallas game. Going one game before that, we played the Warriors in our first game out of the All-Star break, and we we demolished them. Um, they played they're playing without Andrew Wiggins or Steph Curry. We won one twenty four to one eleven in that game. D'Angelo Russell sustained an injury, which sucks. He just a freak injury going to inbound the basketball after the the Warriors scored a point, and he I think. DiVincenzo was in the like behind the hoop or like on the baseline right underneath the hoop and when D'Angelo Russell went out to go you know he's walking backwards to inbound the ball and he steps on DiVincenzo's foot and twists his ankle he's been out since then you know he's I think he's still doubtful for tonight's game against OKC I think it's likely he comes back um what game is it Friday Friday against the Timberwolves. It's probably likely when he comes back. I mean, it'd be great if we could get him back for OKC because uh, just jumping ahead, I'm, I'm jumping all over the place, but jumping ahead to last night's game against the Grizzlies, going into the game, especially with the LeBron news, I did not expect the Lakers to to get a win in that game. You know, the, the Grizzlies are they're a good team. They're in the second seed right now in the West, and without LeBron, without D'Angelo Russell, it's a, it's a big hill to climb for the Lakers. It's a lot, a lot on Anthony, uh, a lot on Anthony Davis and the role players, you know. But the Lakers came out and they played decent. I mean, well, I say decent in the, in the sense that like they came out and they weren't getting smoked. They were staying in the game. Um, turnovers just killed us. We ended up losing the game one twenty one to one hundred nine. But up until the ha- you know we were up by three at halftime majority of the third quarter we were playing pretty well you know usually we come out and have terrible third quarters majority of the third quarter we were playing well and and then jaw just turned on turned on the heat he he was we had no no answer for him defensively he's driving into the lane and i think he made at one point like 11 straight baskets or something he had 28 points in the third quarter the lakers gave up 47 points in the third quarter alone which is that is just ridiculous. We scored 35 points in the third quarter. We scored we scored our most points in the third quarter. Outside of the, you know, first quarter, second quarter, and fourth quarter, 35 points was the highest, would have been the highest scoring quarter, except for the fact that we gave up 47 to the Grizzlies. So a lot of that is, you know, we're missing well, there's a there's a lot to kind of dissect there. There's for the first, you know, first off, there's the coach, Darvin Ham. Didn't call one timeout. Didn't try and slow down the Grizzlies' pace at all. Didn't try and throw any double teams. Like, against the Grizzlies, or against the, the Mavericks on Sunday, the Lakers were running this, like, um, I think they were running this, like, defense where they double-team uh, double Luka right when he crossed half court. Quick double-team. Just to, like, change things up. Not make it easy on him. Like, why not try and throw one of those things on draw, right? Like, he's making a run for to 28 points in the quarter, 47 points for the Grizzlies in the quarter, and you're not going to try anything to slow him down. No timeouts, no defensive schemes, no nothing. 
on top of that, he's scoring all his points in the paint. So Mo Bamba didn't get any minutes last night. Uh, Wenyan Gabriel got some minutes, but he didn't play particularly well. Anthony Davis obviously got his minutes and played and stuff, but like, um, it just from a coaching standpoint, I'm kind of baffled at why we didn't try and slow Jaw down more when he was tearing up like he was. Defensively, you know, this is something that people have said about the Lakers, right? Is like their guards. Uh, defense is going to be t- kind of tough between D'Angelo Russell and Dennis Schroeder. Austin Reeves, he's a good defender, but like against Jaw, there's only so much he can do. Um, Malik Beasley, and, and I think we kind of saw some of that last night against Jaw, right? Like he's just a quick guard. You got to stay in front of him. If you can't stay in front of him, he forces you to lean, use your, use your hands, and that alone is going to lead to foul calls at the very least. And then if you, you know, if you get beat on the perimeter as a guard, Jaw gets into the, into the, into the key, forces Anthony Davis or whoever the big man is in the game to step up to him. And then if you don't have backside help dropping down on the big man that Anthony Davis has to leave to, to close out Jaw, then you get wide open dunks. Like Jaw just drops it off to them every time. Wide open dunk, wide open dunk. So the defense overall was pretty poor last night in that third quarter. Um, and again, part of that is just bad defense from from the guards not being able to cover draw. And part of it is bad um, coaching and not trying to call timeout, not trying to slow him down, not trying to throw double teams at him or anything. Like they just let it happen. And maybe they, th- they thought they could weather the storm, weather that shift of jaw, and then go go at it. But that, that'll, that single-handedly killed the Lakers last night. They were in the game. It was a close game. And then going into the fourth quarter, we were down nine points, and we couldn't surmount it. We kind of made a little bit of a comeback, got within like four points, I think, in the fourth quarter. But then Lakers were just moving too – I, I also buried the lead on this game. Lakers had 26 turnovers last night. 26 turnovers. So, I mean, even with the, the bad third quarter – you know, with the with the if you clean up those turnovers in the first half, even with that bad third quarter, the Lakers are in that game. The Lakers can still be in that game. Lakers were still in that game. Like they still made it run and made it a four point game in the fourth quarter. Um, those twenty six turnovers killed us because we we in the fourth quarter we get to within four points and the late the Lakers go down and we have Jared Vanderbilt or Malik Beasley or, or one of those guys make a bad pass or uh, at one point it was Dennis Schroeder trying to trying to throw the ball to Anthony Davis down low and he just threw it in, in between two Memphis Grizzlies players who stole the ball and and later on you you saw Anthony Davis kind of got on Dennis Schroeder's face for one the turnover and two he just like stood there and like didn't run back on defense or anything like that so um it was good actually good to see that from anthony davis kind of getting on Schroeder for the for that poor play there so um just uh it's annoying because going into the game last night especially with the lebron news and d'angelo russell being out still i didn't expect lakers to win that game but then watching the game seeing them um play pretty I mean play well in the sense of like again being in the game 
like they didn't play well. They had 26 turnovers and they 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 were in the game despite playing pretty bad actually. And that's what kills me because they could have easily won that game. And at a time right now where we have 20 20 games left in the season and we're trying to get to well, if we're trying to get to the 6 seed, then we need to be a few games above 500. With LeBron, with LeBron getting hurt and stuff, I feel like that goal is probably a little bit different now. Um, where I think the Lakers are trying to get to at least the playing tournament, and for that you need to win. You need to probably go at least five hundred. And the Lakers now are four games below five hundred. We need to win. I think the number is twelve games to get uh, to get to five hundred, and it's very doable if you look at the schedule. Well, actually, I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'm going to look look at the schedule, and we'll uh, we'll I'll, I'll show you why it's very doable for the Lakers to get to 500 before before the end of the season. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet five dollars and win two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back. So, I mean, upcoming right now, tonight, we see the Lakers play the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then go on to play the Warriors. If the Warriors still have some injuries, um, i take the Lakers in those two games coming up. Um, obviously... Hopefully D'Angelo Russell can come back and, and, and all that stuff, but I would I would try those, you know, try those games out. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So yeah, looking at the um, looking at the upcoming schedule for the Lakers, I think even with LeBron out, I think it's very. There's 12 games ahead where we have it's very doable to win. We have tonight against the Thunder. We have Friday against the Timberwolves. Sunday, we play the Warriors again. That one is kind of dependent on who they're playing, who they have playing. Right? If Steph is still out, um, if Wiggins happens to still be out, then definitely winnable um as we as we sh- as we showed a few games ago then we play the grizzlies again which that one i wouldn't count as a winnable like i don't in my mind i don't count that as like okay we can for sure win that without lebron but assuming by tuesday the march 7th when we play the grizzlies that we'll have d'angelo russell back i think that helps clean up some of the turnovers we saw last night i think that helps um open up things for anthony davis i think that i think d'angelo russell can open up his own shot right get the pick and roll with him and Anthony Davis going, I think that becomes a more winnable game, but I, I'm not even counting that in the 12. Uh, then we play the Raptors. I think we can win that game. We play the Knicks. I, the Knicks are hot right now. I'm not counting that one as a winnable game. We play the Pelicans, Rockets. Those are two winnable games. Then we play the Mavericks. Um, without LeBron, I'm, I don't really count that as a winnable game. Then we go on to play the Magic, winnable game. Suns, um, not a winnable game. KD will probably be, probably be back by then. Although I, I should mention by that 
Suns game is March 22nd, which I think in a best-case scenario situation, we actually might have LeBron back by then. You know, if they reevaluate him in two weeks, and then let's say a week, he has a week of, like, ramping up to get ready to play. Um, that's, that is absolutely best-case scenario. So in a best-case scenario situation, we might have LeBron back for that game, which makes that one a little more interesting. But going into it as of right now, not counting that as a winnable game. Then we play the Thunder again, winnable game. We play the Bulls twice, back-to-back. Not not in back-to-back days, but back-to-back games. We play the Bulls. Both of those are winnable. We play the Timberwolves, winnable game. And then going into April, Rockets, Jazz, Clippers, Suns, Jazz. Three out, three out of those five are winnable games, even without LeBron. You know, Rockets, Rockets winnable, Jazz winnable, Clippers, Suns, tough, Jazz winnable. And again, the hope is by April that LeBron's back. So even then, like that Clippers game, I think becomes much more winnable. I think the Suns, we'll see where the standings are by April 7th, you know, the second to last game of the season. Maybe the Suns are resting, guys. Maybe not. But um, there's there's more than enough chance for the Lakers to still get to where they need to get to get at least even into the playing tournament um and then hopefully from there lebron can be healthy and we can go on we can we can win some win some basketball games and and actually make the playoffs and then once we're in the playoffs i mean again i I haven't heard one person say that the lakers are a team that they want to face in the playoffs no matter what position they're at so looking at the standings right now in the nba in the western conference we have the Lakers are now in um, 12th place, so that's an improvement from my last episode. We were in the 13th spot. OKC is currently in the 13th spot. They're half a game behind us, so if we lose to them tonight, they leapfrog us back to 12, and we're back down to 13, so we need to win tonight to keep that from happening. Um, also tonight, um, we have, let's see who plays tonight. The Suns play the Hornets, which I think is tonight is supposed to be uh kevin durant's debut as a as a phoenix sun um where are the uh pelicans and trailblazers play each other so that's kind of the big game tonight outside of the outside of the laker game and right now uh portland is at 11 and new orleans is at 10 in that last plan uh plan spot so Honestly, that's kind of a nice situation because any one of those teams losing or either of those two teams losing works in favor of the Lakers. So I think when it comes down to it, we probably want Portland to lose, I think, because they're half a game ahead of us. Although, I mean, New Orleans is a game ahead of us. So if New Orleans loses and we win, then... um, But if Portland wins, then they jump ahead. So I think we want New Orleans to win and Portland to lose and the Lakers to uh, obviously beat OKC tonight. So, you know, it'd be great to get D'Angelo Russell tonight. It sounds like he's still doubtful for tonight's game against Oklahoma City. Um, The silver lining in this all against against OKC tonight is that um, SGA is probably, well, we'll see, but he's been out. Um, I think I saw that he was on top of being injured, he also was in um, health and safety protocol situation. So I feel like it's likely he will not play against the Lakers tonight. I mean, I say 
I say that cautiously because I feel like this always happens where we players always make their like return from being hurt against the Lakers because they're playing, you know, just because it's the Lakers. So um, SGA being hurt helps a lot. I think the Lakers, this game is more than winnable. If the Lakers lose this game, then as a fan, I'm feeling much more frustrated, much more pessimistic about the outlook of this, about the Lakers team. Because right now, you know, you have Anthony Davis. If he stays healthy, if he continues to play at a high level, if De- when D'Angelo Russell comes back, right, worse, the separation from, like, even the fourth seed down to the Lakers, even down to OKC, is three, well, from from the Lakers in the 12th seed to Phoenix in the fourth seed is a four-game difference. You know, and I, again, I'm not expecting the Lakers to get up to the fourth seed. I'm, I'm, I know it'll be, it would be a struggle for the Lakers to get to the sixth seed, but it's, I mean, so the Clippers signed um, Russell Westbrook, and I don't want to be that petty Lakers fan that is like checking in on Russell Westbrook and how he's doing and stuff, but I only feel the need to do it a little bit because there's just been like Clippers fans who have been like, oh, yep, this is what he's in his new spot, and people have been petty about it. Um, on 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 their end. So that being said, um, the Clippers are zero three since they signed Russell Westbrook. They're in the sixth seed right now, so we might see some, you know, see some things changing around a little bit. So that being said, um, again, I think the Lakers have a really good shot, even without LeBron, to make a little bit of a run, um, at least to get to five hundred. Which again, getting to five hundred right now. You know, if all else stays equal, getting to 500 puts us in the eighth spot. The, the team that's 500 is the Minnesota Jazz, or Minnesota Jazz. Wow, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they're they're 32 and 32 in the eighth seed. And getting to the eighth seed right now would be a huge win without LeBron. So I think it's definitely possible. Um, there's there's we have we have some tough games ahead, but we also have some easy games ahead. Just a matter of taking care of business in those games where we can take care of business. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully hoping for good news with LeBron. Hopefully, hopefully he can be back in like a three week timeline, which again helps a ton or would help a ton, but obviously it is what it is. If he has like a, some torn ligaments or some torn stuff in his foot, it could be months who, who, who knows? So, um, definitely a bummer there, but there's still some things to be optimistic about. Still some things to to watch out for with the Lakers team. And, and I think it's, I think it's definitely possible. I feel pretty hopeful. I feel pretty optimistic, but then again, we have games like last night where we had 26 turnovers. So just need to get D'Angelo Russell back and hopefully the Lakers can, can make a run. So I appreciate you guys for listening and go Lakers. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple podcasts and share it on social media with your friends. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or most places where you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening, and go Lakers. 2.1 seconds remaining. Denver a foul to give. Jokic trying to disrupt Rondo. He puts it in. Here's Davis. 4-3 in the win. Oh, it's good! Anthony Davis has won it for the Lakers!